And we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we just loved bitch slap people who richly deserve it, but nicely with words. Because words can hurt. And brother, some people need to be hurt. Nicely, though. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. So you can find me under that name easily. It's kind of hard to miss me. S-H-U-J-I-N. Let me introduce you to what we've got for the show for the moment. And we'll see how that changes around a little bit. From the Midwest of the U.S., where uh, digging out is no longer the uh, occupational pastime, apparently. <laughs> Good evening, Bridget. Good evening. From down into Pittsburgh, where it's uh, probably going to start flooding with the heat wave that's about to come flying through. Joey, good morning. I'm on top of a hill. I don't care. <clears throat> Fair enough. And from across the water into Paris, France, where it's still dark, or just barely so. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, sir. So, uh, as you folks obviously can see, we are down... A couple of hosts. Um, for whatever reason, for those that did not know from last week or the week before, unfortunately, we will no longer have Heretic Woman. Uh, you will have to look back the previous week's episode to get the full explanation as to what's going on. Uh, I forgive me, really don't really don't want to go through too much of that, and I'm going to end up doing enough of it as it is. Under no tech, I do not know. I have not heard from, which is what it is. Sometimes it happens. And Dallin, we know, is going to be a little bit of a problem child. See, uh, his computer uh, decided to kind of take a dirt nap. Well, more appropriately, his hard drive. So we're going to kind of wait and see what happens for him when he's able to get himself back up and running. Uh, he did have a glorified tablet. If I remember right, uh, Microsoft Surface, I believe. So I did send the the show request over to him. Uh, I don't see him on any of my messaging stuff, so I do not know how that's going to play out. But talk about coming in at the last minute from outside of the D.C. area where a cold wind is shivering down some people's necks. Unreno Tech, good morning. You made it. Hey, guys. How you doing? You doing okay? Yeah, I just almost forgot. Fair enough. It's good to have you. So anyway, uh, so yeah, we will have to wait and see what happens for uh, Dallin. We'll kind of work it from there and uh, see. The big thing, however, is that when he finally gets the, uh, the bonus from his company that he's been waiting for, oh, mama, he's going to be building up himself a new big rig. And that's going to be interesting because at that point it's going to be like, dude, um, M.2, do you know what that is? Oh, you do. Okay. Well, shit. All right. Fine. I thought it's swapping. All right. Fine. You know what? Fine. 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 You guys don't know what M.2 is? That's fine. Because until recently I didn't either. And it's just like, uh, shit, there's new stuff I got to learn about now, isn't it? God damn it. It's a nice connection type on a motherboard. Really great for uh, hard drive memory. Yeah. So I got uh, I got a buddy of mine that's building up a new rig over in 
shit, I forget where he was. Anyway, um, uh, over in Europe, and uh, he's looking at a motherboard that's got like three M.2 slots. So, you know, he's looking wow. at uh, rating M.2 and rating five hard drives, I think he said. So, you know, a lot of a, a lot of throughput that he's looking to push. So, yeah. Stuff that I got to learn all well, new stuff I get to learn about. Yay on the techie side. Happy days. Anyway, so, of course, as always, thank you for joining us. If you are watching live, of course, as always, please take advantage of the live chat feature, which, if memory serves, is over on this side of your screen, I think. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I don't know. But, you know, I'll uh, I'll keep uh, keep track of what's going on over there. Stephanie, thank you. Felis, hi. And uh, for those of you that are uh, perhaps, you know, catching up in time for uh happy super bowl weekend i don't really care whatever go bills y well yeah except not so much well i think they ought to do something with the worst two teams that are out there and call it the toilet bowl they do it is called the toilet bowl is it it's just not technically official okay <laughs> That's not generally celebrated either. It's like, yay, we won. We're only second worst in the entire team. Eh, we lost everything. Hey, congratulations, Bengals. Winning. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Sorry, I not am. sorry. Well, I, I could have said the Browns. I tell the Browns to go all the time, but they do get flushed every day. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this one. Anyway. So Especially we, after hot sauce. You're not helping. Anyway. So um we're going to have uh we're going to have probably a relatively difficult show to get through. And I'm certainly hoping that we can make through. It's it's just gonna be a little bit of a tough one. So let me uh, let me let me cough with the microphone muted a second. I'm actually much better than I was, for what it's worth. Uh, I do have a regular drink for a change, and yes, drinking Tang again, because why not? And they don't call it Tang at NASA. It's the uh, orange orange flavored drink aid. I, I believe is what it is, because they, they can't call it by you know trademark names, it's government agent, whatever. So how about I just get everything rolling? Because otherwise, I'm going to start doing what I do when I'm uncomfortable, and that's just ramble. Right, Jeez. spin in a circle. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, instead of rolling, you know, spinning in a circle, you, at least you can stay in place. Yeah, and then I'll strangle myself with my cord, and that's not good for anybody. Yeah. So let me go ahead and get everything rolling over here with you guys. So start off this week. Five minutes on the clock. Your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Euphemisms. We use them all the time, and um, there's a reason for it. And most, uh, most likely... 
the ones that you would recognize the most would be the ones for the uncomfortable. They've passed on. They've shuffled off their mortal coil. They have joined the choir invisible. They are asleep. They've crossed over the rainbow bridge. They have entered Valhalla. They have joined the warriors of Stovokor. Whatever terminology you want to use for it, it all comes down to the same damn thing. Someone's dead. For this kind of thing, we use these euphemisms, of which there are far and away more than I can come up with off the top of my head, because it's uncomfortable to face the reality that someone's dead. They are now simply slowly decaying meat. And that's, that's a tough thing to have to come to grips with, because we don't want to think of people that way because we don't recognize easily that at that point people are no longer people what made a person who they are is the little bit of fat and meat that's inside of their ears you know they wrote for the klingons that after someone has died, all that's left is just an empty shell. Do with it as you will. It may seem to be kind of cold and callous, but it's true. I mean, at that point, there's nothing left. That's why when I end up seeing these things coming up on Facebook that says, oh, all praise to God, and, and, and somebody was, was uh, deprived of oxygen for 17 minutes, they were brain dead, but yet they came back because of the grace of God. Bullshit. Because if they were being worked on in an ER, there is no way in hell somebody was putting a whole bunch of electrodes onto their scalp to find out if they were actually brain dead. Who are you kidding? Yeah, they could do a couple of reflex tests, but that's not brain dead. And you should know that. We have to deal with the reality that someone that we know will no longer be. That's one of the hardest things that we have to learn how to cope with. And it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. Maybe in some ways for the religious, it's even harder. Not just for the fact that, you know, you have to accept that you're not going to see this person, well, until you yourself end up dead and you join them in the, beyond the pearly gates, if you're that lucky. But you've also got to deal with the reality that if you've based a good portion of your life that the idea that you will see your ancestors or your friends, your pets, after they've died, when you die, what happens when you get into the position of people like us who are no longer religious? who no longer believe in something that, for all intents and purposes, is a fairy tale that can't be shown to be real. 
would I like my dog to be existing somewhere out in the aether after who only knows how many 35 plus years? Oh, God, yeah. That dog was like a sister to me. Would I like several of my friends who have since gone? Would I like my wife? You already know the answer to that one. I would love, I would love nothing more. But like so many others, we just simply have to accept that it doesn't matter what we call it. It's all still the same thing. We've lost out on some wonderful people. I'm proud to have had the time that I've had with those that have gone before me. And I sure as hell hope that some people later remember me fondly. And take what I've taught them and pass them on. It's episode 247 of the Docket Runner. Where do we go from here? And yeah, I stole a uh, a lyric and a song title from uh, Chicago again. Could I... Add on to what you just said, basically. Go ahead. All right. So I've got two things that just kind of popped up in my head from your freestyle. And one was I didn't get to see it in person. I got to watch the recording of it where Christopher Hitchens gave his last speech before he died. And in that speech, he said that um, nobody likes being told that they have to leave the party and that the party's going to be keep going on without them. And, you know, that basically is another euphemism right there. But I, I think it's a very interesting one uh, that he used rather than any of the other ones that he could have opted for. Because if you think about it, it kind of like is a party. Parties don't tend to happen very often in the grand scheme of things to a person's life. Um, overall, they happen every day. But, I mean, for one particular person, you know, other than birthday, quote-unquote, parties, there's no real partying going on for a lot of people. And so it happens infrequently, and um, they're brief. If you look at the grand history of existence as far as we know it, we didn't exist for a very, very, very long time. And when we're gone, we will continue to not exist for a very, 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 very long time. The universe was fine before we got here. It's going to exist just fine after we're gone. And that's like a lot of parties, especially parties that you leave early. Parties going to be just fine without you. And and nobody, you know, nobody wants to go early. Nobody wants to go home early. And it sucks. Um, the other thing I thought of is for, uh, you mentioned, how do you deal with that for anybody who's a listener who's having a very hard time dealing with death, whether it's a family member or a friend or just, you know, in general, there is the recovering from a religious foundation that ha- as well as the, um, what's that, um, the secular, um, the psychologists, uh, the, the ones who find the psychologists and psychiatrists who are secular-based medicine uh, that get promise uh, is that group. You know what I'm talking about? 
I just had their I, name in the in my head in, the, in it. I'm well, recovering from a reason, re, recovering from religion has the link to um, that as well. But it's uh, basically it's a group of uh, doctors who have pledged to only use evidence-based uh, medicine rather than telling somebody to go pray it away. There's also on Facebook a group called Grief Beyond Belief that Rebecca okay. Hensler runs, and it's a closed group, but that's for people who, you know, are grieving and want support, want to help each other. And religious talk is not allowed in there. You do it and you get booted. Okay, for uh, refresh my memory, because I haven't been on Facebook in freaking forever, how do you get invited into a closed group if you're going to do it proper? Um, if anybody is interested in joining, uh, just get in touch with Bridget Fitch on Facebook, and I can direct you to Rebecca Hensler. We can get you in. There we go. And uh, I, I just put a couple of things in our uh, our own group chat so I can go make sure that we've got it listed in the show notes for folks for uh, grief beyond belief and uh, that secular uh, doctor finder. I forget what it was called, but I'll look it up and I'll make sure that it's in the show notes. Yeah, if you've got um, if you've got the recovering oh, for religion in your show notes, theirs is already that link is already on their site. And funny enough, uh, Stephanie's got listed over here, the Secular Therapy Project. That Thank you. may be the right one. I will list that later and make sure that I've got uh, links and everything for that. Thank you, hon. Appreciate that. All right. Sorry, I don't have uh, – I'm doing from a cell phone, so I don't have all the chat windows and everything else available not, to me right now. Not a worry. That's what you got me for. Okay. So – Anyway, um, obviously, normally about this point, I would be checking in with Heretic Woman. Unfortunately, that will no longer be, so I kind of have to make sure I take this one on myself uh, a little bit better. I did go looking up a little bit more information to see what's been uh, posted for Rafe Badawi and the news. I was able to find something that was dated from the Daily Mail as of the... Seventh. There we go. Uh, I did not see this one earlier. I do not know why. It just didn't make its way over to me. Uh, apparently, uh, Rafe is not doing real good when you're in solitary confinement for years at a stretch. It does bad things, as you can probably imagine. Uh, according to the information I've got over here, uh, he, there we go. According to his wife, uh, he has, according to the, the quote that's listed over here, uh, quote, he has problems with his kidneys and psychology is very bad. Again, mm. when you are, uh, when you're cramped up for, you know, a, a while at a clip, you, somehow that doesn't totally surprise me. Uh, Stephanie, I do know that uh, Daily Mail is dodgy. Uh, however, I did go looking up a couple of other pieces and considering the the overall trend uh, for the last couple of months, at least, uh, I'm, I would find that all too likely to be more accurate than not. 
at this point. Um, it's it's tough because his wife is only able to contact him every once in a while. And again, being in solitary for extended periods of time, uh, Bridget, I'm, I don't know if you have any knowledge about that, but last I remembered, that was considered a very, in, in some cases, perhaps even an inhumane thing, depending mm -hmm. on the, the time involved. Yep. Being deprived of any kind of human contact uh, is very psychologically damaging. We are, after all, uh, social creatures. So, um, yeah. So, as of um, as of recording of tonight's show, this currently sets six years, seven months, twenty days since Reef Badawi was unjustly incarcerated. For thought crime. Our hopes and thoughts are still with you and your family, and we are still hoping. So, I was really hoping that Dallin would be able to be with us tonight. Uh, it's kind of what I was basing the idea of doing the show on. Uh, I had a hard time trying to figure out what to do about uh, tonight's show because. Well, as you can probably imagine, we're still in a little bit of a, we're still in a little bit of a spin. Trying to figure out, um, trying to figure a way through. I did help out with uh, Beyond the Trailer Park with their, uh, uh, their show to commemorate Heretic Woman. Uh, I'm very glad that I was able to be there for that. Uh, and I say that with... I say that with all vanity and lack of vanity at the same time. I'm glad I was able to be there because uh, I I knew full well that Beth was going to need uh, a little bit of an assist from time to time. And uh, I'm glad I was able to help out where I could. Uh, I was very proud to be there with a bunch of other folks, uh, including uh, Cash and Professor Stephen, who were able to make it. I was very, very proud for that. And um, they have already said it's going to take a little bit of retooling, but Beyond the Trailer Park will continue, and they're going to try to find a way. Uh, Samantha, uh, I mean, Bridget, uh, technically, I, I mean, technically, she wasn't adopted at that point, but I mean, is it, is it fair to call Samantha, you know, her kid? I mean, really? Sure. Uh, I mean, that Samantha refers to her as her mom and had even made a, a you know, Facebook post saying, please be nice to me. My mom died today. So, yeah, why not? So I think it's fair to say that. Um, yeah. Sam has basically said, you know, mom was always trying to get me into, you know, podcasting. So maybe I'll just take her seat because she warmed it up for me. Uh, I'm paraphrasing mm -hmm. heavily. But it's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, and we consulted with Dave Boda on that, and he thought it was a really good idea to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, had a, we had a good time. We had, uh, we had a lot of tears. We had a lot of laughs. And when all is said and done, um, I'm proud to have been part of all of that really uh, really proud for that anyway 
Um, with that out of the way, um, we need to kind of uh, take take stock of what's been going on for us and um, kind of try to figure our way through and, you know, see, see what we're going to end up doing. Um, I will make this uh, for myself very simple. I ain't stopping. As far as anything else is concerned, uh, at this point, I have no intention of stopping anytime soon. Because, let's face it, every once in a while, I need somewhere where I can vent on my own. And, well, I like what I'm doing, and it fits my price point. And before anybody says your price point is uh, zero not not so much because i had to renew the domain recently so not quite zero but uh you know, those of you that have contributed by the way to the uh uh holy crap uh, patreon account uh thank you that money ends up going over into the domain renewals so thank you appreciate that uh we haven't gotten much but you know what it 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 helped so thanks so granted i am you know the uh i am the lead on the whole damn thing and basically how how it works is however how i want to do it because my show my rules but you know you know full well even though i i say that and i only half mean it it is a group effort and i i want to you know touch base make sure that we're all kind of on the same angle and we're kind of going in the same direction at least generally speaking so folks i don't know who wants to say what about how how you think about what we're doing how we're doing should we change anything but um i'm basically just gonna open up the floor to whomever at any one point right now because that's kind of what it's gonna be all about Don't everybody speak at once. Well, when you when you when you say, "Hey, I'm just going to drop the microphone in in front of everybody and see what happens," sometimes that's what happens. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Uh, yeah. Me, in my opinion, you know, I see no reason to change anything at this point. I mean, how long have we been doing this? Uh for four, four three quarter years. Shit, I've forgotten. At least, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll pull up the calculator and figure it out. Anybody wants to do the numbers? Two forty seven divided by fifty two point two five, and that'll tell you. Am I thinking of it right? Yeah, because fifty two, fifty two weeks in a year. Plus a quarter every every yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, I'm thinking of the numbers right. So now I gotta go ahead and pull up the calculator because now people are going, ha ha, you can't do that in your head, can you? No, I can't. Not all of us are gifted with mathematical skill of the mind. That's why we invented things like the calculator. 
Yeah, I mean, we're at ballparks four and a half years. Now give me a piece of paper and a pencil, and I could probably figure it out for you. No, I actually pulled it up right now. According to Bot Calculator, 4.7273 years. So oh. we're we're approaching five years. Shit, we've been at this almost five years. Damn. Didn't even realize it. See, Stephanie went ahead and did it. See, Stephanie, I don't trust you because you guys have got this whole, you know, one pound, 12 shillings. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. It's it's wait, is it six six crowns. One, no, one pound, six crowns, 12 shillings to a crown. And then it's six pence to a shilling. I don't even remember. You know, how the hell did you guys actually deal with all that crap? And then decimal day was all of a sudden this big, oh, hoity-toity thing. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> people don't know what you're talking about. Look up decimal day. You'll see. You'll see what I'm talking about. So Stephanie's saying, you know, four and three quarter years, so don't stop now. Yeah, I, 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 I don't plan to stop anytime soon. So, Joseph, you're being uh, you're being exceedingly quiet about this so far. No, no, anything to say about it? I'm still processing it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, in let's, that case, let's just say that uh, <clears throat> you know I could. Um, Well, I knew she was taking care of things, so that kind of gave me a bit of uh, tranquility. But uh, like Tex said, you know, um, his comment, I think it was his before show comment about leaving the party. Um, you know, you don't mind uh, not being there if somebody else is taking care of things, but... Uh, Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know, it's almost motivating me to, to want to step up a bit my participation in the community. Because there's, there's one person less to, well, one, one major person less to, uh, you know, take care of things. No, I know what you mean. Uh, I was kind of thinking about that a little bit for myself, too, and then I suddenly realized... That who she was is not who I am. I would be a piss poor replacement, and I don't want to be a replacement. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm often quite artic inarticulate, so you know, something I have to work on. And that was one of her major gifts. I mean, her communication skills. So, fear that, and. Tech, what about you? I mean, I, I know that you weren't able to be with us last week and you got to see it after the fact, but how about for you? How do you feel about, uh, you know, where to go, what to do? Um, there was an aspect of the show with a heretic woman that I'm going to miss. And that is um, 
the easy laughter, the uh, the banter back and forth. I kind of riffed off her. She would sometimes riff off of me. I'd make little jokes. And, you know, I'm, it's going to be a little bit harder with not having that that path that allows me to make those mental connections where I come up with those real face palm. Oh God, tech. No, you didn't just say that, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit harder, but it's still going to happen. It just means I'm going to have to put a little more effort in there instead of being a little <laughs> lazy about it. Cause you know, one less person to inspire actively inspire, I should say. So I'm going to keep doing the show though. Um, I'm not going to stop. It's um, looking at it from a cold, hard um, numbers game, if you will. People die every day. There are people out there who are just as good as me at joking, if not better. Some are atheists, some are theists, some are deists, some are doing probably their own podcast or vlogcast or whatever. Um, maybe some want to and just aren't. Uh, the fact is that I'm here. Um, I could very easily be replaced um, in the grand scheme of things. Um, it would be a different person, sure. And they'd have some variation of impact in one way or another. But nobody likes to hear that they can be replaced, even if it's the truth. No one likes to hear that a, a, um, something can be, a slot can be filled because it makes them feel less valuable. When you think of how many billions of people are on this planet, we're all replaceable. But that individuality, that, that individual personality quirks that make us the uniqueness that we are, Right, that part that can't be replaced because you only have one heretic woman, un, one unrenowned tech, one cash, one uh, Susan, and so on and so forth. You'll have plenty of people with humor. You'll have plenty of people who are good with words. You'll have plenty of people who are lost for words when a loved one dies. So you'll have plenty of people with so many similarities they could almost be that person, and yet they never will be. Um, we will probably have more hosts coming and go on this show for one reason or another and may have uh, new blood come in for one reason or another. But, you know, we won't forget them. And that's the important part. So regardless of whether one of us decides, you know, look, I can't do this anymore. It's too painful. Okay. Or, you know what, I'm going to keep going. Or I'm going to up my game. Or I'm going to whatever. I don't think that part matters. I think the part that matters is that we just continue to remember her, the times that we had with her, the uh, the interactions we did, the conversations that we had, um, and honor her memory in whatever way we feel is the best way that we can ourselves do it, whether that's lighting a candle on the anniversary, whether it's, you know, I don't know, sending a, a, a handwritten letter to maybe a family member that we know that is a, a relative of heretic woman's telling them, you know, hey, she's not forgotten, that sort of thing, whatever we feel like. 
but as far as the show goes, I'm not giving up on the show. Um, Sujin, uh, honestly, if, if you were to go, I, I think somebody here would pick up the game. I, I think the show would continue even if you were to suddenly go overnight. I, at least I would hope we would. Um, I don't have the setup for the account, so I know I couldn't do it. But maybe maybe Dowling could. Maybe he could at least get that out there, like, hey, who wants to take it over? Because maybe you can't do it. So the show will go on. Like Christopher Hitchens said, you know, the party will go on whether we're here or not. Uh, as far as what happens at that party, that's up for the, the party members to continue to decide. We get to decide. You know, I'm going to keep going. And for the record, um, I would hope so. There are two people that I had uh, sent the information for all of the accounts. I actually took a picture of the pieces of paper that I've got over here with all of the uh, logins for everything. And the only two that had pictures of those were Heretic Woman and Dallin. Um, because um, they were the they were the two that specifically had uh, experience with doing podcasting type stuff, so I figured they were the the best ones to hold on to. So um, at least yeah, the, I realized I kind of went in a little bit of a loop there in no, no. what I was trying to say, but yeah, I mean, I. I don't think that just because Heretic Woman is gone, this show should fall apart. She was an amazing person and amazing, uh, provided amazing contributions. But, um, you know, like the rest of us, she was, she is, and has, she previously was one part of the whole. And as uh, time has told, showed us over and over and over again, you can lose a finger, you can lose a hand, you can lose an arm, and you can keep on going. Or you can choose to give up. Well, for the time being, my plan is to keep going. But um, I'll kind of pitch something over to you guys in uh, just a couple of seconds about it all. But um, uh, as a complete aside and, and looping back around, Stephanie had said... Um, that it's been since the 70s. I forgot when Decimal Day was. Maybe I'll put the... You know what? I'll put the link in the... Link to the uh, uh, to the wiki article in the show notes for everybody to take a look at later. Uh, it was uh, 12 pence to a shilling, 20 shillings to a pound, a crown was 5 shillings, and it's all because of the Romans. So, yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. It still doesn't make it any much easier. Then again, we also had the mile broken down into over 5,000 feet. How many after that? I don't know. I don't remember. I never memorized it because the meter and the kilometer made more sense to me because it's easy. Go figure. Anyway. It's a whole other thing for later. Um, let me uh, let me kind of pitch this over to you guys and, and uh, see what you think. 
for the time being. Uh, I don't have any plans on uh, changing our overall lineup uh, at this point, just because I I just I just don't I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't considered it. I mean, who the hell ever considers this kind of thing? But only because I only just had a, a, a sudden thought about it. Let me kind of shop it out to you guys, and and uh, and also you guys who are uh, you know watching live, you know, feel free to chime in at any point. Also, what about the idea of kind of shopping out a uh, a floating seat to whomever has uh, uh, another podcast of their own that would like an opportunity to just drop in, uh, get an opportunity to you know say, hey, I'm from podcast blah and okay i'm joining you guys for this week and cool and kind of rotate around uh, a little bit kind of the same way that uh jake for wharton with the uh imaginary friend show has you know a rotating group that he calls up and says hey you want to be on this week um, i don't know just like i said just kind of i don't have a problem with that I, I i like having other people to talk to so that way we don't wind up being an echo chamber I mean, granted, we're all operating from a similar seat of atheism and, you know, our thoughts of, you know, most of the reasons why we don't believe, basically not being convinced, lack of evidence, that sort of thing. But we all have different, you know, when we have lots of, if we have different people coming through, we get to hear the different stories of the the backgrounds of when they were believers and how they got there. Were they born into it? Did they drink the Kool-Aid? Like, um, you know, I was born and raised Jewish, and then I drank the uh, born-again Christian Kool-Aid and, and all that other fun stuff. Um, you know, uh, so I, I think having people come in and talk is a great idea, just so that we don't, yeah, we've, we've talked about this one subject for, you know, 50 million times and we've beaten it to death and we've said the same thing that many times in a row. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, guys, you know, I'm just, I'm just dropping the ideas out there and, you know, just chime in on your own. Or I'm going to start calling for volunteers, you Joe. I mean, it's not like we're replacing Heretic Woman. That's something we've done before. We've had guests on the show talk about things before, like Callie Wright. Yeah, yeah our, our silence is, you know, we don't have any immediate answers. We have to, you know, we have to, to, to find our way, our own, we have to find our own way through it. I know. So, there's no ready-made answer for this kind of thing. Well, my my uh, take on the entire thing is, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with having a weekly guests. It's uh, hell. I started out as one, so and look what happened. You got stuck with us at this point. <laughs> yeah. Look, you were so well, desperate, you invited me on the show, Sujin, and look what happened. Now I don't stop turning up most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's only because I know full well Digital Dog Cow would never stoop to this level. All <laughs> <laughs> hail the canine bovine. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever put a, a I don't think I've ever put a link over to uh, uh, tech comedy. I should I should go he, ahead and do that. I don't I don't think tech comedy is alive anymore, dude. I think the last time I saw it live was a forum post, and that, and that was kind of it. But there should be archives still of the canine bovine stories. I don't even know if the I'm trying to pull up the web page itself, and I'm not seeing anything <laughs> popping. Sadly. Mm. Next time I get a chance to, I'll see if I have anything in my bookmark archives for it. But um, it's uh, just techcomedy.com if if the website's still live. Oh no, this is it's this not. Is, well, this is sad because the the web page comes the domain's gone blank. No, but. I looked at the uh, I looked at the page source and it's just a comment, and it says silence, S I L A N C E, is golden. I know I I, mm. I have to believe that's somebody's idea of a joke, but I don't know what the joke is, and I feel really sad about that because ghost, you need to fix the page. <laughs> <laughs> it's. See the the problem of it is it's entirely possible that um, it's just the bars to the left. Yeah, there may not be anything left of it anymore. It might not so. be. I mean, hey, it was great while it lasted. It served a purpose that was needed, necessary of its time, um, and uh, unfortunately, that it it went so many. Uh, they had so many technical issues when um, one of the. Um, Providers kind of foobard, and they lost this wonderful archive of technical knowledge because it wasn't just a, a site where people posted uh, humorous anecdotes and uh, f- face palm moments and head desk moments and things like that. Inside the forums were um, all sorts of troubleshooting and knowledge and just an amazing repository of issues at hand and even guidance, you know, how to deal with things in, in the daily work life and how to manage managers and such in such a way that you were able to get your department to, you know, resources or whatever it was needed without making managers look bad so that they would continue to support you and things. And, and that kind of wealth of knowledge is gone. It's a shame. You know, and I went. Uh, I went looking up. I found some information for a Google Plus account. Google Plus They're going, going bye bye. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh great! I've been trying to delete this thing for years. <laughs> yeah, and for what it's worth, uh, at least the domain is still registered. Yeah. And well, it expires in the middle of the year. So, well, if they if the domain is set to expire in the middle of the year and it gets renewed, either a they forgot about it and still use the same credit card that it's registered on, and they have an auto renewing cycle, or b the forms are still up, which I can't say for certain. Right, you'd have to remember the uh, forum uh, path, and that would be an old bookmark. So again, it's something I'll have to look up. 
Yeah, and uh, I just uh, I just sent the information as far as who it's currently registered to. I don't know if that's uh, who that is, but uh, be that as it may. I don't know. Anyway, um, Bridget, uh, I figure I might as well bug you a little bit. I mean, the idea of trying to get to folks every once in a while, uh, every week, every other week, to you know, be part of a, a, a rotation every once in a while. Why not? Um, Feelings. I can, well, the, the, that's part of, I'll tell you, I'll tell you part of why. Um, why not? I'm generally a lazy person. That's part of the problem. And I guess on four. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I always have these great ideas as to, yeah, let me go ahead and get this person and see if I can get this person. And then it just kind of falls by the wayside because things well, just. Because we're late. Away. It's a late but, time slot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, that's part of it. And part of it is also that I get sadly a little bit lazy and have other things on my mind. You know, just, I've said it before, you know, if if I'm a second in command of something, I'm a great person to do with it. But being the head of a group is usually a really bad place for me to be. And I will be the first to admit it. You know, I try. I try really hard. But the idea of getting... Uh, the idea of getting some folks every once in a while to kind of help out, that's not such a bad idea. I mean, if nothing else, uh, we could, oh, I hadn't thought about it, but I could bug Bobby and Bill and Ashley and Susie and get their asses back just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Ashley just says, why the hell am I doing this again? I gotta get up. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be cool to bring the bar room into holy crap. It would be. Yeah. It would be. I mean, after all, you know, cousin shows, I mean, why the hell not? Mm -hmm. And it's not like they're doing anything that's really, you know, busting the, the, the podcasting bank right now. I'm sorry, did I really say that out loud? Yeah, I did. I did. And uh, yeah, Stephanie, I, I agree. Bobby and Ashley, I miss them too. And uh, and Bill and Susie. You know, it's... We know full well that things end up happening. And these are not easy things for some folks to do. I mean, shit, we know full well. With, with cash... And Professor Stephen, we know full well, part of the reason why Atheist on Air is not going currently is because, you know, the, the clap back because of the content of the shows. You know, you hear the word, sorry, some people hear the word atheist and all of a sudden 
you know, you'd, you'd think the second coming of Satan was right on top of their head. And, you know, what the hell are you going to do about it? And they yell and they scream and they rant and they rave. And they try to cost you your business and they try to go after your job and yeah. And your family. Yeah, and your family. They lose their shit. <laughs> yep. And if anybody has any uh, any doubt about that happening, just look back into news archives about the Satanic Temple when they come in and they say, well, um, you're allowing uh, the Ten Commandments on your property? Okay. Um, we'd like in on that too, please. Thank you. Because, well, you opened up the door. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting us in. Orange County, Florida, I believe it was, <laughs> where uh, they were handing out the Bibles. I was like, oh, you're handing out Bibles? Well, if you're going to hand out religious material during school hours, either A, you have to do it for every religion, or B, not do it at all. Because if you do it for only one religion, then you're breaking the law because the law specifically states that government's not allowed to uh, push a religion or, or a- acknowledge a particular religion as that's the religion we're going to to support or follow, you know. Um, and uh, the, the the school system said, "Fine, anybody can give out material if they want." The Satanic Temple rolled into town with Satanic Temple coloring books. Guess what? They stopped doing that real quick. Yep, they lost their shit. Yep, and the, the well, the parents lost their shit. I should say. Because suddenly it wasn't cool anymore. And uh, so the school board did the only thing that they could do, which was if everybody can't hand it out, they got to shut it down. And they shut it down. And here's the thing. You know, people think when they're in, in that drinking that Kool-Aid that, sure, everybody else is wrong, but I'm right. And it's like, okay, do me a favor. Write down the reason why you're right and all other religions are wrong. And I'm going to go ahead and show you how I can use that to prove that the, the napkin religion is the one true religion and yours is wrong. And if you don't believe me, try it. Because I love doing that. Yeah. And uh, I found my copy of it. Yeah, uh, copy you found your copy of the napkin religion? No. The, oh, the coloring book. Yeah. An activity book. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's great. Yeah. And you know what? The, the activity book's not a bad activity book. It's no. A, no. Uh, for example. Activity and all sorts of stuff. Yep. They've got the uh, uh, find these differences in the two pictures. Uh, the word jumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, an actual coloring page dots, uh, word search maze uh, what's Cerberus dreaming about <laughs> I think what's funny about that is that their version of Cerberus has only got one head poor little guy it's just a dog named Cerberus yeah, yeah. Uh, a code decoder uh, the answers are actually there so yeah they even have a maze Yep, and let's see the word jumble. Oh, I'm probably gonna be okay. If you don't, if if you don't want to 
if you don't want it spoiled for yourself, mute the, the thing for about the next five seconds. Uh, the word jumbles are friendship, compassion, respect, empathy, justice, reason, and freedom. Wow. How cool is that? And see, some of those words actually conflict with um, certain religions, like uh, re- respect and compassion and empathy, because, oh, oh, you, you don't be- believe in my religion, you believe in a different God? Uh, die in a fire! Where's the empathy, respect, and compassion in that? You know, and if people say, oh, well, my religion's not like that. Really? When was the last time you read your religion's holy book? Not recently enough. And, and that's the, the, the strangest damn thing. They show time and time again that a lot of the people who are, you know, of uh, Christian, who are uh, following Christianity or Catholicism and saying about how peaceful and everything it is, haven't read the damn book. It wasn't meant to be read. No, it was meant to be used to whip people into shape. How there was a time if you got caught with a, a, a book, you could get in trouble. Um. Well, yeah, that's kind of gray, actually, because um, <clears throat> in, the, in the Middle Ages, most people couldn't read anyway. So if you had a copy of it in Latin... It was okay, but uh, what they got stickly about was uh, English translations, because the book wasn't. It was only in Latin until um, until Gutenberg, actually. Well, not not so much English, so much as whatever the local languages were. Yes, English was one of them, but you know, if you had a a localized version, you know, you're now learning how to be literate in your own language instead of the language of the educated church. And that was a threat to the church. Exactly. Hmm. Anything the church felt was a threat. That's when you found yourself tied to a stick and burned alive. Yeah. Just consider the church a political entity instead of, you know, it's nothing more than that. Their, their holy babble was just, um, just a tool. To exercise control. It's a virus. Yes, and I believe one of the greatest clapbacks was, uh, if memory serves, I believe it was Galileo. And yet it moves. He was basically sentenced to house arrest because he said, you know, the earth is not the center of everything because these things move in ways that don't account for that and yet it changes differently and you know nope. stuff because telescopes and I'm jumbling it all together and I'm, I'm sorry about that and but you know what you, you made a really good point there um, it, 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 if you look at it from a different perspective the uh, the Interesting thing is, is that there are m- many threats to religion um, because if you take all of humanity and make humanity go away, religion dies with it. However, science, the things that move the universe around us, the stars, the planets, the comets, everything, 
the scientific foundation and principles that make those things work are still there whether humans are gone or not. But religion, religion could die with humanity. Because religion is a... Huh? Sorry? I said the universe functions quite well on its own without our understanding of it. Yeah, because religion is a dogmatic construct Whereas the universe functions on scientific principles, whether we are there to write down what those principles are or not, they, they exist, they function. Uh, even if we are wrong about them at this time, they still are, whatever they are, are, are there and exist and work. But religion, religion takes people actively maintaining it. And if we're gone, it dies with us. Religion is like, you know, an organism, it doesn't want to die. It but wants to spread, wants to keep alive. Yeah. Um, science is basically, it's, it's our understanding of reality. All we're doing is mapping, you know, reality is, instead of saying science will continue, reality will continue. Exactly. No matter, no matter how we understand it or not. And but but what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is that, see, here's the thing. If we die and let's say there's other uh, intelligent life out in the universe okay and we're the only and let's say for example that we're the only intelligence that came up with christianity the only intelligence that came up with the idea or concept of theism okay no other living entities have this is speculation mind you this this is an idea but imagine that we were and we were to die it would die with us but the universe itself, one plus one is still going to equal one. If you have one hydrogen atom and then another hydrogen atom comes along, no matter what language you write it in, no matter what, uh, what numbers look like or concepts, now there are two hydrogen atoms. Well, okay? let's not be so egocentric about it. I mean, you know, our what understanding, you well, just, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just poking there. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, like, our understanding really doesn't even factor in to reality. That, know, that's not, because there's a reality and we have to deal with it. Science is basically, it's our, our understanding of reality and religion is concerns our understanding. The, the reason why I'm pointing this out is because so many people try to say religion answers all the questions of reality. But if humanity goes away, those answers go poof in the wind. They're fake. They're, they're, they're not realistic. No, it let me stand the testing. Yeah, let me let me let me kind of let me kind of uh, mash this together a little bit differently and answer a question that was posted because I've got something that was posted over the Discord group. Um, Roxy, yes, feel is that Roxy uh, has said, um, and I'm quoting: "Both science and religion would both cease to exist if humans disappeared." They're both our understandings of unseen powers. Science would cease, but the fundamentals would continue. Uh, I know that you're typing something else over there. I don't know what it is. It's going to come through in a second. Um, let me let me uh, let me uh, mash up and and put out a little bit differently of what um, what Tech was saying to try to see if I can maybe smooth this out a little bit differently. If 
if civilization were to simply stop, just gone, done, today, all religion and all technology would be gone with, with that at the same moment because civilization no uh conscious level um conscious level aware animals the human race would would cease to be which means all civilization all knowledge all all everything that we've accumulated uh for for civilization gone if if you want um both religion and science do deal with understanding but um religion is more a political thing and science completely lacks that uh that aspect okay well not where i was going but uh, okay anyway to to finish that off the next civilization that were to come forward would create new information they would test the universe and they would still come up with the same information about how the universe operates the science would still be the same would it come up with religions of its own possibly but that would be different from what came before. But the sciences, the knowledge and understanding of how the universe operates, that would still be the same no matter what language it was in, because it's still the same it's still the same information when all is said and done. As far as to the testing of if religion has a fundamental to work from a lot of that really comes down to what what religion would be it is entirely possible to say that i can agree with a religion because of what it does for example what's otherwise referred to as the UUs, the Universal Universalists, or... or Unitarians. Unitarian Universalists, sorry, thank you. Um, they, generally speaking, as, I, as I've understood it, do not, ne do not necessarily believe in a capital G God, but they are more focused on community and helping each other and using the good ideas in order to help people be better in the society, for society to be better for each other. It's a political entity. Uh, it, I don't know that it's more a political entity so much as it's much more a social entity. Because okay. they don't have any fixed dogma or anything. Thing like that well no political doesn't well political is but literally it means for the people it means intercommunication between humans basically anything oh. to deal with the the, the socio-economic makeup okay okay and, see you know religion and no matter what its form its main goal is um 
quote unquote managing that. That's a central purpose. Okay. Based, the, based and it's it's basically it's it's the um it's managing the so any given social makeup at any given time based on what it is at the time. Okay. So before we before we glide past this, this is one of those um you don't know what the word theory means moments. You've heard us talk about how people will say just a theory and those are the people who we have to say you don't know what the term means because theory in a scientific sense is a different animal from theory in the colloquial sense so i believe when you were saying a political entity you were saying it in a different context from how I was expecting political to mean. Whereas I was expecting that you were meaning it as they are looking to become an umbrella. How do I best word this? Um, an umbrella overseeing organization for the purpose of controlling how resources are distributed. Well, control is an extreme word um managing is kind of the same thing on a to a less extreme level but isn't that basically what they're doing they're they're serving as a focal point for um intercommunication i you know what i'm going it's... to have to say that i think that I have information about it, but I also think that I probably don't have nearly enough correct information to say. So at this point, I may have gone as far as the knowledge that I have about the universal uh, Unitarian Universalists. But that's exactly why I, um, I dig down deeper into uh, almost psychology. I mean, what role do they serve? Like I mean, the the science, the role of science is clear, but the role of religion, people tend to skirt around that particular topic. You know, what well, does it do for you? If I had to compare it to anything, the closest thing I could compare it to would be the Sunday assemblies that yeah. started springing up. There is comfort in numbers. Yeah, true. That. That's one of the most basic human traits. So yeah. they can at 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 their lowest um, at their most favorable uh, most favorable way of describing it would be uh, providing human comfort. Yep. And uh, as an addition on that, by the way, uh, Roxy has put it uh, this way, and uh, I don't know that I disagree. Politics is how you govern. Social is how you interact with others. Uh, like I said. I don't think that I disagree with that. Yeah, we're now we're getting into definitions of terms, but I mean, we're basically we're talking about something, right? Right, and that's that's why I'm saying, and we may not we, even have a word for it yet. That's that's possible, hmm. but it's clear what possible. we're talking about, right? Um, see, it, it at first it was not for me. 
because like I said, I was, when you said political, my first, my first thought was, as Roxy put it over here, uh, politics is how you govern. Mm -hmm. And that's the context of which I thought that was what you meant. As opposed to social is how you interact with others, the, the way that she put it, which is the reason why I was saying that it they tend to be much more socially conscious, socially active, um, almost humanists more than anything else. Mm -hmm. I think, well, what I was trying to say that the, the two are combined because we each have um, a basic need to intercommunicate with like other humans. And so that it's that at the base. And <clears throat> what the Unitarians do is provide a focal point for that uh, intercommunication. And that's political. So it's kind of both at the same time. Okay. It's going to take me a little bit of time to... Uh, probably process that because it's um it's an it's it's an area that i had not thought through before and i've not heard quite explained that way before so if, forgive me if i'm if i'm a little slow on the uptick on this one for right oh now. no because i've been like that since decades <laughs> so <laughs> fine wants to go ahead and, and you know that you want to be intellectual on top of this all that's fine that's fine it's, fine. it's not intellectual um but it, it's sure funny how our fun. how our conversations today you know even though we're not religious anymore our our conversations are still framed by the terminology and language and guidelines if you want to of religion still we're still we're still talking in their language um for some stuff, yes, absolutely. And part of that is through necessity. Part of that is through convenience. So probably a mix of both. Yeah. So if we're, if we're going to think outside those lines, we're probably going to have to come up with new concepts and terms too. Oh, that's just going to make everybody also happy. Oh, well, I've got to learn a new <clears throat> term. I got a new, you know. Well, that's the biggest, the conformism, like, uh, are new words scary? Why don't people, like myself, I invent words all the time. Well, that's just because you get lazy, you get tired, and you start mumbling your speech. What's so difficult about that? I get that. In, you know, but seriously, what does kofefe mean? Too soon? I... <laughs> I don't know. And to the best of my knowledge, nobody has come up and said, and I don't need to know because I don't want to know. And I'd say it's Russian recycled coffee dispensed in hotel rooms. <laughs> not, not going <laughs> <laughs> uh tech whatever it was that you were trying to say you completely clipped out so i'm sorry uh i i said uh my brain just went to some really bad places <laughs> i consider that a compliment it, it is that was great <laughs> i really like that answer See, i gotta remember that welcome to the way that holy crap is supposed to operate we go places where you shouldn't, and we drag you along for the ride. Kicking and screaming. Uh, some some people are, some don't, and 
You're my type of people. <laughs> we like it when you scream. Um, I'm just saying using tears as a lubricant <laughs> could potentially be a viable option. Hey, blood is better. <laughs> it dries out quicker, though. You're, okay, now, now, no, see, that's now where the we'll... tears come in. <laughs> anyway, and of course, this is where heretic woman would be losing her shit because <laughs> she'd just be going, "Wow." But saliva doesn't dry out as quickly as either one of those. Wait, what? What does saliva? <laughs> okay, okay, Br- Bridget wins. Bridget wins. <laughs> it's a little more viscous, but still. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Mix all three together. Wow. That if way you you've wanna, got. You, if you want to be able to chip it off later, you have to add semen. <laughs> yeah, that. that <laughs> add the nutrition. Add the add the protein factor to it. You know, make it nutritious. Chicken is not impressed. Look at that face. <laughs> I was actually trying to remember <coughs> two, hey. words. two words. Two words. Uh oh. Two words. Methyl cellulose. I don't. Hmm. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Luckily, I've got a doorbell for that. No, you don't. That doesn't even make sense. It does, if you know what methylcellulose does and is. Cellulose. Like paper. Methylcellulose. Well, cellulose. Explain, please. Methylcellulose is a powder, which when mixed with water in certain consistencies... It's a desiccant, no? Mm, I don't. It. It. I don't believe it's used for that. But methylcellulose is the stuff when mixed with certain amounts of water, gets you different consistencies. Usually, gets you a clear gel-like substance that is typically used in Japanese soapland videos. I've been to soapland. For those of you that know what I'm talking about at this point, congratulations. You're in the gutter along with me. And I didn't even have to drag you kicking and screaming. Yeah, I was taking I know exactly what you're talking about, and I not I, I choose not to comment. Does that mm-hmm. have anything to do with tentacle tentacle porn? It could. It, it could. could. Okay. It could. Because you know, live action tentacle porn is a thing. Well, it all started when um, you know, traditional Japanese bathhouses, the men are separated from the woman and you're in the bath completely naked, traditionally. Yeah. But in Soapland, it started because there's, well, they took away the dividing wall. Yeah. What is Soapland for you? Um, It's basically a you get bathed by someone usually in a bikini who is preferably female and and they dabble what's typically referred to as just lotion on you and well they um, it's an actual genre now uh, yes yes it has been and how do you say genre in english that's close enough all right that's okay 
Uh, Felix, that's no fun. Oh, I have, uh, a, I have a bit of a, you know, I heard on um, the introduction to cognitive dissonance, uh, somebody corrected, um, no, it wasn't, oh, I'm always mixing up the two shows, uh, cognitive dissonance and um, and the scathing atheist. But there was a discussion about the word morals. Mores? Morals? Mores. Yeah, mores. Is that how you pronounce it in English? Yes, I, I was. I was listening to the same uh, the same episode very recently. Okay, I thought it was mers. Spelled like that, or close to that, but uh, usually it refers. Uh, it usually refers to uh, your moral compass. Your your mores. Okay. In French, it's mers. Well, French is weird. Well, that's probably from French. It could be. M O E R E S, and the O E is in the Latin form. And Stephanie's right. Traditionally, spelt with an accent over the E. Yes, because French is weird. No, there's no accent in French. The well, Mores. you know, it it, it whatever it's going to be. Anyway, M O E R E S. Okay. Anyways, yeah. M O U S E. Thank you. I needed that. Oh. Now I've got full metal jacket in my head. Anyway. So wow, this is uh, this is going to be interesting. So now we get to tell people, hey, if you're going to be joining us on our show, uh, you better be ready to switch gears at a at a moment's notice because you're tangent, going to be tangent, 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 and tangent, and cosine done. I don't remember what any of those mean anymore. Don't even and start. We, with me. And we follow rabbit holes all the way down. You know, there's a there's a. Uh, there's there's a certain few people that I don't ever want to say that to to their face anymore, because I don't want to see them turn red in the face. Joey knows who I'm thinking of, don't you, Joey? I refuse to comment. That's fine. That's fine. Anyway, so we will um, we'll have to see how this all plays out. So, yeah. So now you have the option of taking the conversation anywhere you want to. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, I think that I will. So let me at least uh, let me at least tell you what I'm what I'm considering for the uh, for the near future because I've been uh, I've been thinking about a couple of things. Um, I do want to see about putting the uh, extending the invitation uh, as a, a a permanent invitation for the other cousin shows to pop on so barroom atheist um atheist on air beyond the trailer park um grief beyond belief because you know any opportunity to to help each other out because you know why the hell not uh after that i think uh 
probably seeing about any of the other uh, any of the general podcasters because you know why not? We've had uh, several of them on, and I don't want to say that they owe us, but you know, it'd be nice once in a while to you know, see how that plays out. But um, one of the one of the future shows and invitations that I want to have out is also to specifically the guys from the Merseyside Skeptics Society. More specifically to Michael Marshall because he was the one that was involved very heavily in getting the national health system in England to stop funding the homeopathy hospitals and homeopathy prescriptions and get that off of the off the paychecks shall we say so that the national health system is not funding that any longer because well taking the money away from stuff that doesn't do anything puts money back into the system where you can actually fund stuff that does work and considering that he is over there in england and it'll be oh dark stupid in the morning i know it's going to be a little bit of a hard sell but i'm going to try anyway because why the hell not? And you know, kind of, kind of open it from there. I'm hoping to see about getting some folks from a little further west, so it's it's uh, earlier in the evening for them, because it'll be easier. Um, I know full well that, uh, and I, I say this with I, I don't use the term often, but I say this with all love and respect. I know full well that uh, scathing atheist and cogdis not going to have happen anytime soon for cognitive dissonance it's just way too late for them and uh a couple of times i've tried to see about getting uh noah to come on and he's just busy as all hell so you know i know full well those guys are just not going to be able to make maybe i can disclose maybe it's time for disclosure now because about a year ago uh you were absent from the show for a few weeks and Heretic Woman and I, uh, we tried to get no illusions on to hijack your show while you were gone. That didn't go over as I can pretty well guess. Well, well we tried. <laughs> but Heretic Woman filled in for you. so Well, as, as it should be. Uh, and by the way, uh, Colleen, Doc Waxon, hi guys and thank you. And yes, yeah, Stephanie's right. It would be five in the morning. UK. So, yeah, I I know. I'm here. Well, yes, but you make you make it a, a thing to wake up on a Sunday or not go to sleep on a Sunday so that you could be with us. And I do appreciate that every week. Thank you. If I can do it, anybody can. Well, you don't make it every week, so not everybody can. So there you go. It's true. See now, now, now he's very quiet and he's not defending himself because he knows it's true. Every once in a while, he doesn't make it. So he's oh. got you there. <laughs> yeah, but um, if I had a responsibility, which I don't have, wow, putting that one back over I... in me. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
see, now I'm trying to remember. How long did it take the Concord to get from uh, from? I make an effort for you just because I want to. That's all. No, and, I, and I appreciate that. And I, I do always tell you, you know, you're not under an obligation to be here. I'm the only one that actually does. So, you know, I, I kid, I tease because I can. I get you. But if I could come over there and slap you and tell you, hey, you're supposed to be on the microphone right about now, I'd do that. Wake mm. up! It's a long swim, huh? It is. Yeah. That, that's why I was thinking, you know, how long did it take the Concord to get from uh, uh, from Kennedy to... Let's see, it was from Kennedy to... Not Gatwick, it was to Heathrow. And then back again. What was it? I forget how long it took. Eh, six, whatever. Six, six hours? No, I'm pretty oh, sure getting, it was quicker than that. Quicker than that? I'm pretty sure. Because they, they took the Concorde? Yeah, I think it only took about two hours. Come to think of it. You know what? I'm sure somebody else. Between where and where? Uh, between Heathrow and uh, New York. That's a six-hour flight. Normally. Yeah. Why two hours? Uh, because that's how long I thought it took. Because supersonic. No, well, Heathrow, if it were the other way around, actually, um, if it was New York to Heathrow, you'd arrive at the same time you left. Time change. Mm. Or time zones. Oh, God, we got to do those word math problems that they taught us in algebra no. now. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wait, I, I like those. Never mind. No, that's why. Uh, that's why we've got Wikipedia. It's just a matter of looking it up and trying to figure out. Um... I called my dad yesterday, so I had who uh, was in the hospital. So, um, yeah, you have to remember the six-hour time difference. Not bad. Ah, here we go. According to the uh, according to the record. Uh, Newark JFK to London Heathrow in 1996, its fastest trip, just under three hours. That's, that's the fastest trip. That's the Concorde. The, the Concorde stopped functioning in, I think, 2003. Yes, that's, that's why I'm, I'm making mention of this. Because if it was a matter of that, if I could get to the Concorde, get to you, slap you to tell you you're supposed to be on and then get on the Concord and come back again, I still would completely miss the show. Mm. Okay. So, oh. obviously, what we need is uh, we need teleportation, and we need it tomorrow. So, you know, get on that, Professor Hawking. Oh, wait. Shit. He's dead. That's a problem. Oh, well. Guess we'll just have to do it ourselves. Anyway. Oh, if you need if you need some help with that. Yeah, it's it, it see teleportation the, the first part of teleportation is easy. It's that putting it all back together again at the end. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Double click teleport, please. Yeah, Colleen, you ain't kidding. And Doc Waxon, to quote the majority of fifth graders, ew, math. But thank you for writing it as math and not maths. Multiple. I don't know what the difference is between math and maths. 
As long as I don't have to picture Jeff Goldblum naked again. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Thanks for that. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Again? Oh man! What? You never saw the you never saw the the film The Fly, the remake. No, it wasn't that bad, was it? I mean, it's great compared to Donald Trump naked. Uh, no. Do not think of an elephant. I was just gonna say I think that maths is probably short for mathematics, which has an S at the end of it, so. Math is the process of, you know, the numbers, whereas maths, with uh, pluralized, is in reference to all the different sorts of maths. That, that would be uh, algebra, calculus, algebra, geometry, this stuff like that. Okay. He's right. I believe it. <laughs> I believe him. And uh, Colleen, yeah. Um, I don't have enough brain bleach for the two of us, so uh, you're on your own. I have to see if I can find some. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to. But we'll see what it is. Next on call. <laughs> Next on the holy crap. People you don't want to see naked. <laughs> All you of know, you. Ron, Ron I, Jeremy. Um, well, young Ron Jeremy, not so bad. Uh, I personally find, I personally find the human body to be a terrible, terrible design. I mean, you, you put a, you put, you know, waste management right next to a recreational center. It's just. And, and the worst part is it's right next to a couple of residential nuts too. I mean, there's a dick, there's an asshole, there's a couple nuts. This neighborhood's going to shit. And you know, for well, if you're in Germany, it doesn't really much matter at that point, does it? See, we, we kid Germany, we kid. We do. We, we do because because um, we we know for well that currently Germany is um, uh, the. Uh, leader of the free world much mm -hmm. better than we are right now here in the US and yep. you know what I'm I'm okay with that right now I'm okay with that right now they learn from their mistakes yes it only took you a couple tries you, well yeah well somebody's yeah. got to do it right now we're obviously not qualified no what what did churchill supposedly say about americans he said that americans always end up doing the right thing in the end, but unfortunately, they try everything else first. Well, well of course, of course, that's how it works. I mean, it's not like you do the right thing first and then continue to try to do things later on. Yeah, but when you think you don't have to try, you try it in your head. Yeah, but sometimes those scenarios don't always go very well. I mean, God, that time with the ceiling fan and the soldering iron. Oh, God, that was a nightmare, man. Crickets chirping. The critical thought is severely lacking in this country anyway, so that plan would never work. Well, that's 
that that can change. I mean, what does it cost somebody to start thinking? I can answer that one. An investment in early year public education. Yep. Which we're not willing to do. We one, keep cutting it and cutting it. Yeah. Well, I think there's we 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 have to accept that there's a certain part of our population that doesn't want us to think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm still processing that. Yeah. And I grew up wondering why the hell I was so different from everybody else and what am I doing wrong and trying to fit in and just not being able to make it. I don't remember what the uh, the source of the reference is, but one thing that came, keeps coming to mind is if you people were capable of cognitive thought, you might actually be dangerous. Well, dangerous for who? No, no, it's for whom? For mm. whom? Mm. Well, yeah, so around here we speak the king's English. Well, for well, yeah, okay. Yeah, take that, France. But no, it, it's you know, it's it's all too true, and that was something that uh, that was something heretic woman fought really hard about for people to think and understand and, and and you know take whatever it is that was going on around them and actually put it into some semblance of oh well shit i never really thought about that i should really think about that yeah and she put tried so in, hard put people in face of their own cognitive dissonance because i mean for somebody who doesn't want to doesn't want to or can't who has never learned to put new two neurons together they can they can go through life perfectly happy with contradictions but yeah. if you if you put those contradictions in their face you know they have a choice of either reject or cognition you know an heretic woman she kind of put people against that uh, oh yeah obstacle oh yeah she basically told people look you're an idiot and i'm going to show you why because if you're not listening to me you're an idiot because you're not listening to me when i'm telling you that you're an idiot and i can show you why i know it sounds kind of redundant and circular but well she was right and it is it is so scary to me after all these years. And yes, I am I'm getting up to another milestone in age in the near future. Yes, I'm almost cresting into 40 next year. Um, wow. That we have seen too damned many times where public education, anything that would assist public education has been frowned upon and has been whittled away at. And that is something that really has bothered me for a very long time because you've got things like, for instance, Sesame Street no longer being on public access television, no longer on uh, public broadcasting, 
what it's been moved to uh it's been moved to hbo home box office cable um things like well it's difficult to find you know wholesome programming for kids for instance like mr rogers admittedly you know a lot of it is dated now but there's some pieces of it that you know uh, they're kind of timeless but one of the things that stuck out in my head even when i was much younger was the mantra of complete republicans in the united states the republican party complaining that democrats were quote tax and spend democrats what does that even mean it was supposed to be a way of saying these people are just going to go ahead and tax you and tax you and tax you and then take all that money and just spend it spend it spend it on frivolous stuff uh-huh. whereas like health care like health care like education like anything that would be benefit to society at large as a whole it all came down to me realizing very young well the taxes are going to come in anyway and what are you going to do with money when you've got it except spend it because that's what it's there for but when you look at the actual state of things um most people spend most of their money into private industry not taxes so now they're doing both and um that's why healthcare is what 10 times more expensive than many european countries at least but the thing that kills me is like why can't people see that fear yeah well, that that's my biggest question why can't people see the reality that's right in front of them i mean there's certain people you could bury them in evidence and they'll never change their minds fear seriously it it, it comes down to fear mongering the in the in group versus the out group if you are not part of my group and you want to do something that i think is wrong because i've been told it's wrong then you're obviously on the wrong because you're not part of the group because i was told that you're wrong you're completely right but i didn't want to go there it's about deciding for yourself what's right or wrong or depending on some dogma or authority to tell you what's right and wrong yep. and that's where the in-group out-group dynamic comes from which yeah. leader are you following yeah and stephanie is also putting it in there you know greed and ignorance it's true that's uh you know i you that's know how you... much i try to stay away from the true word <clears throat> but it it tends to, yeah that's probably the best way of putting it that's what tends to be closer connected than not too often people want to keep all of the money and i got mine screw you you get yours if you work however just because i got money however i got money just got nothing to do with it 
And it's sad because there's plenty enough resources to go around. Oh, and yeah. There would be far more if, if the education at an early age was funded and was done properly. Well, education today is a training exercise. They make you jump through hoops. It doesn't teach critical thought. But it could, and it should. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that says that you can't do both. Nope. But that there and then is the big problem, isn't it? The big equalizer is actually learning to evaluate things. And isn't that where the anti-intellectual crap has been coming from? Yep. You know, we're promoting critical thought, but I mean, critical thought is also, you know, it already exists, but only in a select few. You know, if you, if you can think critically, you have a choice between educating your neighbor or your non-critical thinking neighbor or and teaching them how to think for themselves or exploiting them. And the status quo today is, um, unfortunately, the latter. And if you think critically and you don't have the same objective as they do, you're a threat to them. Yeah, Doc Waxen has got uh, a good one over here. Quote, believe in our God or burn in hell. To that I respond... Well, hell has got to be warmer than my house right now, so kindly plant a kiss on my fat, hairy... You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to... Really, okay, I've already gone through my first collection of brain bleach. I am not going into my reserves, so um, don't do that again. Thanks. But, you know, it, it, it comes down to... And I've said it too damn many times before. We rail against dogma, ideology, because as far as I'm concerned, if you're following ideology because you're following ideology, that's dangerous. That's dangerous beyond its beyond words. If you're not thinking for yourself, somebody else is. Yeah. There are times when that's necessary for short bursts. Oh, but yeah. When all is said time, and done. Every time you visit the doctor. Sure. But society at large, for humanity, it has always been a long curve around the corner to get to a proper understanding. But you had it exactly right before. It's a question. It's comfort, you know. Like, why should I think if I don't have to? I've got the leader, provider, deciders, you know, giving me everything I quote-unquote want. I guess that's the thing that we need to uh, keep going on with then. That's what we've been wanting to do. That's what I wanted to try to do. That's what I wanted to start with. And... You know, I'm an advocate for critical thought, but I'm not even particularly good at it because, I mean, you know, I'm constantly tripping myself up with, uh, you know, 
self-doubt, second-guessing second myself. But I mean... You know what the important part about that is, though? And probably the biggest takeaway that we should all finish thinking about as, as we close out over here is that you try. You recognize that you've got mistakes that you have made and will make, but when all is said and done, you try. That's important. Don't you think? Well, yeah. My message is basically, if I can do it, anyone can. That works good. Um, we're actually going to see about getting out of here uh, properly on time. So I'm going to go see about uh, wrapping this at this point. Um, I want to see uh, what anybody else has got to, to finish off with. Um, hell, I'm not even sure what I want to finish off with. So guys, I don't know who, uh, who wants to... Uh, who has anything left to to finish off saying before I go ahead and close this? Anybody have something that they want? A couple million dollars, but I ain't going to get it. Maybe not. But uh, a thought or two that you want to finish off with? <laughs> Crickets tripping. <laughs> yeah, well, it it like I said, you know, it it yeah, happens we, like that. I it, it, yeah, it, it just so happens that you know today's a day. Uh, today's a collective of brain tripping. You know, um, how, I'll I'll go. Maybe it'll get. It, maybe it'll help. Um, I'm just going to try to reiterate uh, what I said before, which is. If you're somebody who is having trouble gr grieving and you've turned away from religion for whatever your reasons are, but you're no longer using religion as a crutch or as a coping mechanism or anything like that, but you don't know what you should be doing to help yourself grieve in the process now that you no longer have the religious process, go... Um, uh, go look into the Secular Therapy Project or uh, the Recovering from a Religion Foundation. You don't have to donate to these groups to, uh, to the, the Recovering from a Religious Foundation to receive help from them. They're, um, and uh, they have many different forms of communication. I was reading their website the other day. Uh, you don't have to, uh, you know, you can find what works for you. You can schedule a call. There, there's all sorts of different ways of communication. But uh, don't give up on, on on yourself or the people around you because you don't know how to do something, um, especially in, uh, when it comes to something like grieving. There is help out there. Uh, there are people. You are not alone. I guarantee you that there are people on this panel here that have different viewpoints of grieving, even though we are all connected via our atheism. I, for one, um, when I grieve, there were, uh, especially when I was a kid, there were a lot of my extended family who did not understand me. 
they did not understand why I could walk around and smile and be happy when one of my grandmothers died. And the reason why I was so happy was because I knew that with her death, she was no longer in the extreme form of pain that she was in um, that led up to her death caused by her, uh, whatever her ailment. And I was so happy that she was not feeling that pain anymore, that it put a smile on my face. And, and I had all these wonderful memories of what we had done together. And I was reliving them in my head. So I was a very happy little boy surrounded by a lot of very upset, very uh, tearful people. And that pissed off a lot of people. My mom actually hurt, uh, had a couple people in our family approach her about my cheerfulness. And my mom being the ever loving, um, wonderful woman that she is, put them in their place because they didn't understand. And she didn't fully understand, but she knew that I was okay. And she knew I was doing my thing. And so uh, I've met one other person. Um, I lost a, 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 a colleague uh, through a car accident at another job I had worked. And me and one colleague, we were talking about happy memories of her. And uh, because that's how we chose to honor her memory. That's how we chose to grieve. We told each other good stories, good uh, memories and such. Um, and somebody else was uh, getting very upset that we weren't crying. It's like, you grieve your way, we'll grieve ours. Okay, we respect your right to grieve however you choose to, but don't impact ours in our way that we're doing it. Fair. Like our means of dealing with grief, uh, you know, one of the biggest hurdles over that is um, coming in coming to terms with our own mortality. And if we can deal with our own mortality, then we have a better understanding of. Uh, death and have another way of dealing with it I and have, people who, pe people who people who have never come to terms with their own mortality um, well they just won't understand that it's like i told my son i'm going to die you're going to die everything that lives is eventually going to die. And the only thing we can do is make the most of the time we have now so that when that person is gone and we're still here, we have those wonderful memories of those times with those people. And something else that we can do is to honor those memories is to share those memories with other people. So it becomes a reliving of those memories through the tale and it keeps the memories alive. And granted, eventually enough time is going to pass that nobody's going to remember somebody else. Well, you know, there have been probably lots and lots of wonderful people that nobody remember anymore, but like I said early on in the show, we didn't exist for a very long time. Uh, 
and we're going to continue to not exist after we die for a very long time. And you know what? The universe is going to keep on going just fine. So, uh, Joe, I don't know if there's anything that uh, you wanted to say to close out. Somebody could turn the damn heat on. It's coming. But beyond that? Nope. Otherwise, I no gripes, complaints, concerns. I'm content. Which means Bridget? I don't know. Well, I'm I'm with um, Joseph that I'm still trying to process this and wrap my mind around it. And I think part of the reason why is because it was so unexpected and so sudden. If, you know, if heretic woman had been ill or, you know, something like that, then I would probably have an easier time processing it. I just don't know what to do with this. I'll figure it out, but... It's rough. True that. I'm just going to go ahead and close this up with this. We're not going away. Not by a long shot. I started this whole damn thing to get the opportunity to talk about stuff that was uncomfortable, that was not fun intentionally. And... This isn't fun, but this is purposeful. There is a reason that we are here and why we talk about the stuff that we do. Because it's not what everybody else is talking about. I don't want to talk about politics like everybody else. I don't want to talk about what's happening in the world stage like everybody else. I don't want to talk about whatever is the flash in the pen news like everybody else is talking about. I want to talk about the stuff that we otherwise don't normally talk about, the stuff that is there in the background that sometimes you tune in and you're like, um, yeah, actually, that that is kind of um, weird. Uh, okay, where are you going with this? I want to be able to have people say, you know, never really thought of it, and I never really thought of it that way, but okay. I don't agree with you, but okay, I now have something new to think about. I want somebody to be able to say later, you helped me think about stuff in a new way, and it made a difference. We've had that happen at least once. I'm glad that we can keep doing that. And we're going to keep doing it because that's what we're here for. Whether whether this thing ends up surviving me or not, we're going to keep going until it's no longer fun. Because we want to be able to do exactly what we're doing. We want to talk about things that actually matter to us. And who knows? Maybe it actually does make a difference. That's all that we can hope for. That we make a difference. 
with that, now's about a good time as any to just go ahead and just wrap us all up. So all of you that have been with us tonight, thank you very much. I hope that you had yourselves an enjoyable evening and you found something worthwhile in all of our thoughts and all of our perspectives tonight. And most especially, thank you for being patient and willing to stick out with us as we try to get through the next transition with everything. So let me go ahead and say goodnight to everybody with uh, with my uh, most humble appreciation. Joseph, thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a good morning and stay, well, hopefully stay warm is appropriate at this point for you guys over there. I haven't checked the weather, but thank you. Yeah, we had a cold front come in around 7 o'clock last night. So it's getting cold over here too. Yeah, well, thank you, sir, and thanks for having me. No worries. You take care of yourself. I'm Renaud Tech. Also, good luck to you the uh, upcoming couple of um, weeks. And you try to take care of yourself down there, man. Stay safe. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've am i already taken uh, preparations and such. Um, and, you know, where I grew up up in the north, it was real common. Um, for those of you who maybe your window seals aren't the greatest and you have heat loss happening because you've got this cold seeking, seeping in through your window panes and such, um, you might want to go to Lowe's or Home Depot or something like that. And what they have is they have these uh, sheets of plastic. It's a kit, you know, and it might have three sheets or five sheets, six or nine or something like that. And um, what they do, what they do is it comes with this double-sided tape, but not the standard stuff. Um, and you run this tape along your window sill, all the way around your, the perimeter of your window. And you stick these sheets of plastic uh, along the perimeter. And then you take your hair dryer because the plastic is heat sensitive, it shrinks, and you hit it with the, with the hairdryer. And what it does is it forms a barrier that helps insulate um, to prevent much of that heat loss as well as uh, the cold air seeping in. And you're talking about something that can take you about 10, 15 minutes to do and yet save you um, a lot of money on your heat on your electric bill, as well as, um, you know, mean the difference between a room that's dropping 15 degrees in temperature overnight and only dropping five degrees in temperature overnight. It's, it's, it's a very significant thing to do. Um, and the kits are usually like, I don't know, it boils down to about a dollar a window. Okay, that was a, that was a quick cutoff then. Well, no, it was just it was just a case of you know, hey, it, it's um, I, you know we're talking about cold and cold weather. So if anybody here is listening, and they're not aware of this, uh, like I said, I grew up up in the mountains of in the in the north. We're, we were very aware of this. All my neighbors knew this. You know, all the whole town did this every year, uh, especially if you had a window that didn't have double pane glass or anything like that. You gotcha. lost a lot of heat. Good to know for later. Appreciate it, man. Joey, you uh, try to stay warm and don't don't cook on any of the animals down there, hey? 
why would I look? I'm. It's not my fault if the cat decides to jump in the oven. All right. Fair enough. You try to take care of yourself down there. Huh? He's, he's smart enough. He's learned that if the oven's open and running to keep the apartment warm, don't go near it. Good call. <laughs> you have a good morning, man. Yeah. Bridget, um, thank you. And uh, you try to take care of yourself tonight, huh? I will try. People want to find you. They find you how? can find me on Facebook as Bridget Fitch or uh, find me at my blog at BridgetFitch2112 at WordPress.com. Thank you much, man. And everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight over in the live chat. Uh, Stephanie, Colleen, Doc Waxen, Felis, um, Roxy Trippin, I didn't mention you earlier. I'm sorry about that, but uh, thank you guys for being with us tonight. Hope you had yourselves a good time. Uh, if you'd like to check in on us for any of the contact information, as well as get the audio version of the podcast, you can take swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. Uh, when Dallin is able to get himself back up and running again, we'll see about getting the, uh, the, the uh, audio stuff updated in hopefully near future if you'd like to donate over to us like i said you can uh, swing over to patreon.com slash hctv and if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message the phone number there is 859-HCTV-554 859-428-8554 last couple of weeks have been really uh really rough thank you all for being with us through it all and for your sympathies, we do greatly appreciate it. And we hope that, as always, you find some peace in the future ahead with us. We'll do what we can and see how we're going to make it through. But like I said, we're still going to be here. And we're going to still be doing the same thing that we've been trying to do. Be good educators. So with that, I bid you all a very good night. You take very good care of yourselves, and please be safe. I wish you all, as always, the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, my lady, 13 years on, I am still in love with you. Not today, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Heretic woman. Thanks for a lot of groundwork. So until the next time we get together, everyone, we'll see you then. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.